Hello and welcome. This is Pastor Terry, and I'd like to welcome you to my Bible study podcast. This daily podcast is a place where we take the teachings of Scripture seriously, but ourselves, not so much. Join us as we dive into the sacred word of the Bible, and each time we read, we pray, we change the world. Welcome to Pastor Terry's Bible Study Podcast. Hello, everyone. Welcome to today's podcast. It is August the 29th. It is uh, Tuesday. And um, yeah, we uh, got a little hurricane out there in the Gulf. It looks like it's going to be, well, you know, we've learned not to take anything for granted after last year and uh, what happened in Fort Myers. So yeah, it's supposed to go west of the Bay Area, but, you know, we, we don't count our chickens before they hatch, man. We, we're going to make sure. <laughs> and also, you know, we don't we don't wish uh, trouble on anybody on it. So we're just going to pray for safety for everybody. But, um, yeah, so that's what's going on here. So tomorrow, I don't know if I'll be on or not, honestly. Um, but I did want to say, if you see me on Facebook, um, I've been continuing the podcast all summer long, so you can always listen to the podcast on um, Spotify or uh, iTunes. And also recently, I've started putting it on YouTube. So you can, if you want to watch the video, which, you know, check it out on video, it's um, youtube.com backslash Terry Roland one, the number one, Terry Roland one. Uh, and I would encourage you to subscribe to my YouTube channel because uh, as I get enough followers there or subscribers, I can do YouTube Live. So a lot more people are using YouTube these days than Facebook Live. It's just a kind of a better platform for that. So, um, yeah, so do me a huge favor and jump over there and subscribe to my YouTube channel. That would be massively appreciated. Um, yeah. Thank you guys for who who found the the uh, Facebook live feed this morning. Welcome, so glad you're here. We um, we are continuing our our readings through the Bible through the New Testament. We're in Ephesians chapter two today, so that's awesome. Let's see what the Word of the Lord has to say to us today. You know what we do? We read, we pray, we change the world. Let's go. Um. As for you, you were dead in your trespasses and sins, which you used to live when you followed the way, ways of this world and of the ruler of the kingdom of the air. The spirit who is now at work at those who are disobedient. There's a lot in that, uh, <laughs> in that first verse. As for you, so he's speaking to Christians, right? This is who you once were. You were once dead in your trespasses and sins in which you used to live. You used to live in sin. You know, you were not only dead in your trespasses and sins, you lived in them. You wallowed around in them. <laughs> you just wallowed around in your sin. And what was that like? It was when you were followed the ways of this world. Um and of the ruler of the kingdom of the air. Um, the kingdom of the air is the idea of the spiritual uh, realm, not like the physical air you breathe, but the spiritual realm. realm. 
you know, there's sometimes you can go to certain places and you can feel something in the air, right? There's like, and it's not in the actual physical air that you breathe, but it's in the spiritual temperature of the room or spiritual temperature of the uh, location. You just feel the, the, the um, there have been certain cities, you go there and you just feel the discouragement. Like you can feel it in the air. No one even says anything. You can just feel it. Um, Sometimes you can go to, you can, it's, and it's that kingdom of the air, the kingdom of this world. And Paul says, you used to live in that. And the kingdom of the air is the spirit who is now at work in those who are what? Disobedient. Disobedient to who? God. That's who we once were. And that, um, those who are still disobedient to God have that same spirit at work in them. All of us also lived among them at one time gratifying the sinful or gratifying the cravings of our flesh flesh again is just a biblical word for does not really talking about your skin per se it's this word sarks and it refers to the sinful nature uh the selfish sinful me first um uh, spirit um so gratifying the cravings of the flesh that's how we used to live and following its desires and thoughts. Like the rest, we were by nature deserving of wrath. I mean, that's pretty strong, man, by nature deserving of wrath. You know, by nature, we have the conversation often is by, you know, are people good or bad by nature? Are they good or evil? Well, in some sense, the answer is yes, <laughs> both. People are, do have, they're created in the image of God, so there is the image of God that resides in every human being. But it is also true that it, that has been tainted and grossly affected by the fall, by human sinfulness. And so human sinfulness, which is living life in disregard, which human sinfulness, which the result of which is a living in rebellion to the, the will of God, uh, is deserving of wrath. That's the, uh, that's the result of that kind of life. Like the rest, we were by nature deserving of wrath. Verse 4, but because of his great love for us, come on, God, who is rich in mercy, made us alive with Christ when we were dead in transgressions. Wow. So we were children of disobedience. We... Uh, sought not to please the please God or acknowledge God, but God who is rich in mercy saved us. We were dead in our trespasses and sins. See, that's what a lot of people think. A lot of people think Jesus is just a good idea and Jesus came around to um, make you a little better. But Jesus didn't come to make you better. He came to bring you back to life. He didn't make he didn't get, he didn't come to make you to to bring you from good to better. He came to bring you from death to life. Yeah. And he has through his grace. Let's read that again. But because of his great love for us, God who is rich in mercy made us alive. We didn't make ourselves alive. He made us alive with Christ even when we were dead in our transgressions and sins. It is by grace you have been saved. Mhm. Mm and God 
raised us up with Christ and seated us in the heavenly realms in Christ Jesus in order, so for what purpose? So in order that in the coming ages we might show the incomparable riches of his grace expressed in his kindness to us in Christ Jesus. So God, through Christ, has taken us out of darkness into his marvelous light, out of, our, out of death. He has saved us from our transgressions. He has raised us up with Christ. He has seated us with Christ in heavenly realms so that in the ages to come, we might be able to declare the incomparable riches of his grace, specifically the kindness that he has shown to us. We can declare it. Here's the verse, guys. Here's the one we quote often. So good. Verse 8. For it is by grace you have been saved through faith. And this is not from yourselves. It is the gift of God, not by works, so that no one can boast. I'm going to underline that again. I don't know how. I don't know. I don't even know. It's embarrassing. It's embarrassing that this is not underlined in my Bible, in this Bible. It's underlined in other Bibles, but it's not in, underlined in this Bible, and that's embarrassing. I, so I got to do that right now. For it is by grace you have been saved through faith, and this is not of yourself. It is the gift of God, not of works, so that no one can boast. There's so much in there, huh? Right? Grace through faith is what saves us. It's not from ourselves. It's not something we manufacture from inside. It comes from the outside in. We access it by faith in Jesus. It's a gift. It's not by works. We don't crank it out. We don't crank out our salvation. It's the gift of God. So why? Why? So, so that no one can boast. For we are God's handiwork, created in Christ Jesus to do good works, which God prepared in advance for us to do. Did you know you are a masterpiece? You are. You're a masterpiece. I know. You wake up in the morning, you look in the mirror, you're like, man, whew, that ain't no masterpiece. That thing got some work. But God has made you a masterpiece. You are. You're a masterpiece created and designed by God to do good works, to do amazing things, to do incredible things for the glory of God. You're a masterpiece. You're God's handiwork. You ever, you ever see an artisan who just cranks out these incredible pieces of art, whether it's with metals or with glass or with, uh, it could be with anything, cloth, <laughs> wood, and these craftsmen, they just crank out these masterpieces out of nothing, out of like a, a stump. <laughs> and you're like, wow, how did they, that's what God created you. He created you a masterpiece with the express purpose that through you, um, good things would be done. He prepared them in advance for you to do, actually. Therefore, remember that formerly you were all, uh, well, you were, scratch. Therefore, remember that formerly you who are Gentiles by birth and called uncircumcised by those who call themselves the circumcision, which is done in the body by human hands. <laughs> Thanks, Paul, for clarifying that for us. <laughs> I mean, yeah, got it, got it. <laughs> Remember that at that time you were separate from Christ, excluded from citizenship in Israel and foreigners to the covenant of the promise, without hope and without God in the world. 
So he's reminding those that, that were Gentiles, those that didn't have the, the law, those that didn't have the scriptures, those that were not part of uh, Israel. He's like, remember, you, were, you, were, you had no promise of eternal life. You had no promise of reconciliation with God. You lived in this world without, with a, without a guarantee. You actually were lost, excluded. You were outside the family of God, excluded from citizenship in Israel and foreigners to the covenant, the covenant that released all kinds of promises into your life, promises of a hope and a future, promise of eternal life, promise of God's blessing and protection from curses. You had none of that without hope in the world. But now, come on, verse 13. Oh, I'm going to highlight that one too. Verse 13, but now in Christ, you who are once far away have been brought near by the blood of Christ. Praise God. Now, all of those things that were once you were once excluded from, those promises that were released through the covenant, now guess what? They can flow into your life. Mm. For he himself is our peace. Who? Jesus. Jesus is our peace, who has made the two groups one. Paul's showing here that Jew and Gentile now are one family in the church. There's, no, there's not two families anymore. God doesn't have two plans. There's not a plan for Israel and then a plan for everybody else. Everyone is brought into a singular family through Jesus. He made the two groups one and has destroyed the barrier, the dividing wall of hostility, by setting aside in his flesh the law with his commands and regulations. What His body, his blood, he lived out in, uh, as a human being in this world all the requirements of the law. And once he completed all the regulations of righteousness, he set it aside. And he said, now because I completed the law, I fulfilled the law in righteousness, you don't have to. You just need to trust me and believe that I did it for you. Yeah, I'll take that deal. <laughs> Sold. Yeah, that's the good news, man. That's grace. You've been saved by grace through faith. It's not by works. Why? Because you can't. You could never earn it. His purpose, whose purpose? God's purpose. His purpose was to create in himself one new humanity out of the two, thus making peace and in one body to reconcile both of them to God through the cross, by which he put to death their hostility. He wants Jew and Gentile to be one family. They're not, they're not in competition with each other. They're not hostile to each other. There's not, these are insiders, those are outsiders. No, we are all insiders through Jesus. He came and preached peace to you who were far away and peace to those who were near. For through him, we have both access to the Father by one spirit. And that's awesome. It's the, uh, that's, I mean, that really is the glorious mystery of the gospel, is the, how God has brought together in one family, both Jew and Gentile. So essentially the whole world. <laughs> that's the mystery of the gospel. How's God going to ever bring the whole world to, into one family? That's the mystery that's been revealed. How do you do it? Through Jesus, through the gospel. Verse 19, consequently, you are no longer foreigners and strangers, but fellow citizens with God's people and also members of his household. You are not a second-class citizen, friend. You're a child of God. You are not second-class. You uh, you're not a stepchild in the house of God. 
You're not a, uh, you know, you didn't, you didn't sneak in like nobody knows you're there. Um, sometimes it feels like you may be even told by the enemy or even your own conscience that you don't, you don't belong here. God doesn't, you know, God doesn't really want you here. or This isn't your place or your people or whatever. No, you do. You belong here. You belong with the family of God. You belong in God's household. It, 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 um, it delights the heart of God that you are there. You know how your kids, like when your uh, your kids come home um, and fill your house, how you just have that feeling, like, oh, it's good to have the kids home. <laughs> it's just good to have the kids home. I'm just glad they're here. This is their house. This is my house, but it's their house. I'm glad they're here. This is their home. That's how God feels about you, man. It's like, I'm glad you're here. God's heart is warm because you're in the, in the family of God, because he loves you. Yeah. Because you are no longer foreigners and strangers, but fellow citizens with God's people and also members of his household, built on the foundation of the apostles and the prophets, not a different family, same family that was built on the, the foundation of the apostles, New Testament apostles, and the prophets, Old Testament prophets, with Christ Jesus himself as the chief cornerstone. I'm going to underline that too. It's embarrassing these things aren't underlined in my Bible. Y'all, I hope y'all forgive me. This should be underlined. But there's there, now on like three different occasions, very important verses in this Bible were not underlined. And I don't even know how that, I don't even know how I can call myself a pastor and not have this underlined. But I wasn't, but I'm just confessing that because, you know, I know y'all pray for me. But now it's underlined. So we write, verse 21 In him, the whole building is joined together and rises to become a holy temple in the Lord. He's kind of shifted metaphors here. He's not, not the metaphor of a family now. Now it's the metaphor of a building, right? So it, the, the church, the family of God, has a lot of metaphors for it. He shifts from family now to a building where you got the foundation is the uh, prophets and the apostles. The chief cornerstone is Christ, and it's being built up as a holy temple to the Lord. And in him, you too are being built together to become a dwelling in which God lives by his spirit. So we are, the family of God is not, not only just the family, but we are uh, the temple of the Holy Spirit collectively. You individually are, are the temple of the Holy Spirit, but also collectively as a group, as, a, as, a, um, as many, we collectively are a dwelling for the Holy Spirit. That's why we got to lift each other up, man. That's why we got to help each other. That's why we got to pray for one, each, one another. That's why we got to support each other and encourage each other. Well, thank you guys so much for joining today. I know it's a, a quick jump on on Facebook Live. Uh, I'm not promising I'm going to be on Facebook Live every day, but I did want to just jump on here and see some of you and uh, let you know about my YouTube channel, youtube.com, uh, Terry Roland One. First and last name with just the number one. And um, so I do record the, more, the, the podcast on there and, and upload the videos um, pretty soon. When I get enough subscribers, I'll just I'll do YouTube Live and I'll share it on Facebook but it'll be live on YouTube. So you can help me by subscribing to the YouTube channel. Because the quicker I get to the magic number, I think it's only like 50, um, then I can, I can stream YouTube live in the mornings. So, All right, guys, thanks for jumping on. Hey, you know what we do? We, we read, we pray, we change the world. It's time to pray. And uh, we got a lot to pray about. I mean, you got this storm out there, and we learned enough from Fort Myers last year that we don't take anything from granted, man. Stay vigilant. Stay alert. Um, even though the Bay Area seems like the worst of it's going to stay uh, 
out over the water. Uh, we don't want to, we are not going to drop our guard, man. And I would encourage you not to either. Keep your eye on uh, what, the, what the officials are saying. If there are evacuations, I encourage you to heed those evacuations. And um, just, be, just do what's wise for your family. Let's pray. Lord, thank you so much for your goodness and grace. Thank you for uh, your holy word. Thank you for the reminder that we're not saved by our works, but it's by grace through faith. Thanks be to God. It's not of works so that no one can boast. And so, God, we thank you for your salvation. We thank you for grace. We thank you that we belong in the family of God. Praise God. We are not uh, an afterthought. We are not second-class citizens or stepchildren. We are your sons and daughters, heirs to all the covenant, all the covenant promises made in your word. God, I pray your blessing upon my friends today. I pray that pray protection over uh, property and homes and uh, households, Lord, as this storm is approaching. God, we pray protection not only for the Bay Area uh, and southward, but also northward uh, up to Crystal River, uh, all the way around to the Panhandle. Lord, we just pray for protection uh, for people. God, we thank you for your goodness, your grace. We pray, God, that we would uh, be your hands and feet today. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. God bless you, my friends. Thank you so much for being on today. Thank you for liking, subscribing, and sharing this podcast. It means a lot. Love you guys. Hope you guys are all doing well. Stay safe. It depends, depending on the weather, will depend on whether I can get the podcast out tomorrow or not. Hopefully, we have power. If we do, I'll be on. If we don't, maybe not. <laughs> you guys have a great day. Love you guys. You are the best. See you next time. Bye. Thank you for joining me on today's podcast. I hope you enjoyed the show. If this episode has been an encouragement to you, take a minute to subscribe or comment or share it with your friends. You can find me, Pastor Terry, and Bayside Church on all social media platforms. You can find Bayside at Bayside Church SH. Until next time, remember, God's word is true. Everything else is merely commentary. God bless you. We'll see you next time.